You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Five metres clear. Gee, bounded away the favourite or the second favourite. He's opened up like he should have been the favourite and the star Kiwi, Bolt for Brilliance, is here. He puts his hand up and he says, I'm the one to beat in this series and wins easily. Bolt for Brilliance beats... Yeah, cross quickly. We'll talk more about the inner dom heats tonight, as I said earlier, uh, with Chris Barsby. We're going to cover a lot of Queensland news as well. How are you, Chris? I'm well, Steve. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. And Angus Garrard is with us first up. Angus, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. I wanted to ask, before we talk about your drives today, a couple of key horses stepping out of the trials today, and I'm sure you're excited by that, by their return, talking about the Shane Fraser duo, Bangkok DJ and Manila Playboy. Good to see these horses back at the track. Yeah, 100%. You know, they, they both had a, a really good break after sort of their last preps. And, um, they both had quite good last preps, and it's really good to see them back on track. They're in the same trial, so do you get a choice in which one to drive, or is that Shane's call? Uh, I spoke to Shane last night, and um, he, he sort of wanted me to stick uh, to Bangkok DJ today. Just probably Matt's that he's going to have sort of a race start before Manila Playboy at this stage, so um, we've probably got a little more working out to do with him, um, sort of gear-wise and um, things like that. So we just thought I'd drive him today and sort of suss him out and um, hopefully sort of have him right um, for his first run. Okay. He's had the time away from the track. Uh, the, The more time, it seems, the better for Bangkok DJ. He's been a slow maturing type, but we get to see the absolute best from this horse, have we? Yeah, that's right. You know, he, he's sort of every time he's come back, he's improved, and he's still, as you said, he's sort of still maturing and still growing into himself, and um, sort of learning how to go about it all. So um, I, I think he should be a lot better this time in, um, especially now that he's had a nice break um, through the middle part of the year and. Hopefully we do see the best team this time. Okay, fingers crossed. So we'll talk more about that trial tomorrow as far as the result is concerned. Five drives for you today at Albion Park. And you start in the first with the two-year-old Potter. You know this horse. You've sat behind him a few times now. He's going well. Is today going to be the day for Potter? I think it can be, Chris. Um, I, I think he's racing quite well. You know, last time was his first start at Redcliffe and... He was sort of off the track for a fair way early, and he, he still battled on quite good. Um, I think the big track definitely suits him more, so it, it probably looks a field where he can sort of put it right to him. It's just probably a matter of where we get to, and he's probably going to have to do it himself at some point. Is that the concern, the draw? It, it looks sticky on paper, gate five. Yeah, it's definitely not ideal, you know, but um, I, I think he is quite versatile. You know, we've seen him sort of hit the line well from back in the field as well as sort of do a little bit of work through the middle part. So we've probably just got to drive the race as it sort of sets up early and um, hopefully if he gets his shot, he can sort of finish over the top or, or he can be close enough that he's too good. Ability-wise, do you think he's the best horse in this race? Um, I, I think he's right up there. Um, 
you know, I, I think he's one that you definitely haven't seen the best of, and he's definitely going to keep improving. You know, he's, he's probably a little ways away yet from just sort of growing into himself and another one that's just got to learn a bit. So um, he, his ability is definitely right up there. But, you know, there's a couple of handy ones in there as well, you know. Um, sort of style of breeze shown a little bit so far and a couple of others have run some Irish races along the way. So it's certainly not a, a bad race for anything. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully uh, he won't be too far away, Potter, in race one. What about in race three today? You're driving Blue Bloods for Mark Ducks. Uh, again, you know this horse well. He's fresh up today. Any expectations here? Uh, uh, look, I don't think he'll race bad. Um, I think he'll sort of race well, but he, he'll probably need to run, I'd say. Um, I, I'm tipping we'll just be sort of looking after him today and making sure we hit the line good. Um you know, first up, no trial, so um, probably won't see the absolute best of him today, but I think the run will definitely bring him on a lot. Are you surprised he hasn't been back to the trials? Uh, not really, you know, Mark can sort of get a good gauge on him at home, and he, he's been doing it for a long time now, he knows what he's doing, so I know he doesn't normally bring him to the races unless they're spot on. Okay. He's only a little fella, but uh, he's got ability, so with more time, uh, he might make it into a nice horse. Yeah, for sure. He's shown glimpses and good ability at times, so hopefully he's another one that, with, with a break through the year, uh, coming back this time, he can step up a bit again. Okay. Again for Mark Ducks in race number six today, you're driving Captain Nemo. This is a good field, but Captain Nemo is a talented type. There's no question about that. Two off the second row here. Uh, you've got two informed runners off the front row in Midnight Calm and Speed Dating. How do you think Captain Nemo will measure up here today? Uh, I think the best of Captain Nemo is right in this race, Chris. Um, you know, I, I think he's probably a quite underrated horse at his best. So um, he, he was probably a tad disappointing on face value last time out, but in saying that, he had excuses. You know, he sort of got dragged back early and had to burn up hard to get round. Um, and, you know, he, did, he didn't stop, so um, hopefully sort of he's back closer to his best today, and I think he can definitely run the drum. That first up four, that was a really good run. Yeah, he was awesome that day. Um, you know, he, he sort of you couldn't fault that run, really. You know, he did all the work, and he was still right there. He probably just fitness gave out a little bit up the straight. But, um, you know, hopefully we can sort of um, lob a nice spot, whether we sort of stay in the running line or look to drive to the fence and drive him with one run, you know. Hopefully we can sort of be close enough to him when we get clear, and I, I think he'll really finish off well. Do you think this race is going to generate tempo? When you look at that front row, there's several informed horses and they all like to run it hard. So this looks a uh, a good scenario for Captain Nemo. Yeah, 100%. You know, Midnight Calm's been sort of really impressive and I think they've got a fair opinion of him. So I'd say they want to use the draw and, you know, can't fault speed dating at all on a Queensland form. You know, that was a really strong win last time out. Really deserving win, so... Um, you know, on paper, it should generate a lot of tempo, which will definitely suit us. Okay, that's a good race, race number six. Race eight today, Lancelot Bromack. You know this fellow well. Um, barrier three, a little bit sticky for him, isn't it? You sort of, you're, you're close, but you're not sort of close enough as far as, you know, 
making or taking full advantage of that draw. Yeah, that's right. You know, the old fella, you've got to come out as hard as you can, hard as you can, and hope you don't end up tailed off last too far. Um, <laughs> but hopefully, we can sort of slide across into the running line somewhere there and not be too far back. And you know, the biggest thing with him is just tempo throughout. Um, you know, if that first half solid, then he's sort of right into it. If um, if they sort of get a really nice breather through the second quarter, then it makes it tough on him to sort of sprint over the top. So um, it's all tempo dependent, but he's racing well as he always does. And if the race pans out um, how he needs it, he'll be right there. Okay. In the last race today, Major Do It backs up from Saturday night. Hit the line strongly on Saturday night. This is going to be a competitive race. There's several good chances here, but he comes up with a nice draw and he shouldn't be too far away. Yeah, 100%. He's racing really well. You know, um, I drove him a couple of weeks back and he was second behind Hipstar and he probably brought himself undone just wanting to get up the track a bit or he probably wins that race. So um, hopefully he can sort of uh, turn up with that good form again. And um, I, I think he's right in the race. It's just probably a matter of where we log, you know. Um, two's a good spot because we're sort of already in the running line. We don't have to do too much, but... He hasn't got brilliant gate speed, but, um, you know, if we can sort of have enough to stay under him and use them to sort of get to the fence, he's probably hard to beat, I think. Okay. Do you think there's going to be some early pressure here? Oh, I'd, I'd say so. I'd be really surprised if there was, you know, Paravani, the really good gate speed horse, and Moretti, they sort of like to drive him hard. Um, Mows and Downs sort of been pretty unlucky lately, so they might sort of want to take luck out of the equation, so... Um, we've just got to sort of do our thing from two and um, hopefully we can lob a nice spot. Well, you've got five drives today. Which one are you most keen on? Um, I think Potter's race lines up pretty good for him. You know, if he's at his best, I think he can sort of get a win today. Okay, race one, number five. Potter, Saturday night, final racer in the winner's circle. Indefensible, the trotter going back-to-back. He has come back in much better order this time in. Yeah, he has for sure. You know, um, the team have done a really good job with him. and He's come back well, and he's proved that with his last two runs. You know, he, he's trotting really good again. Um, he's racing accordingly, so hopefully they can sort of keep him in that form, and he should do a job. One final one for you. Can you bring up 500 career victories before the end of the week? Oh, geez, I hope so. <laughs> It'd be nice. I, I'm not even sure how many I've got left to go now. I think it's probably just under 10. But, um, you know, hopefully with a bit of luck we can get close. How many, Chris? Okay. You need seven. Seven. Hmm. Yeah, still fingers, crossed of, fingers crossed there's a bit of luck we can get close. Tab, I've got your two bucks to do it. <laughs> Appreciate the time, Angus. We'll see you trackside. No worries. Thanks, Chris. Angus Garrard joining us. Thanks to Garrard's Chris, our next guest, uh, he's one of the leaders in Queensland, of course, uh, Shane Graham. Well, I want to talk to Shane uh, about his drives today, but I just wanted to recap Saturday night because Mac Da Vinci, who most expected to go to Melbourne and, and participate in that Inter-Dominion series, he didn't go because of uh, the logistics involved, so he's here in Brisbane, and he produced a stunning performance on Saturday night, Steve. Northview Hustler led, got it easy early, and Mac Da Vinci had to do all the chasing, and the last half was sub-55, and he was able to wear him down late. It was a 
really strong performance. So I just want to get the thoughts of Shane just to see uh, how he's come through that race and uh, what he thinks about the series so far in Melbourne. Shane, appreciate the time. No problem, Chris. So do you sort of take the win but think mm, should have gone to Melbourne? Is that the attitude you have or how do you see it? Oh, no, mate. It, um, of course, it would have been good to be in Melbourne, but it just wasn't wasn't meant to be. So uh, we'll, we'll just stay and be happy with the win up here. In saying that, though, the way he performed and looking at those heats, uh, he would have been more than competitive. Oh, for sure. He, um, yeah, he definitely wouldn't have just faced himself down there. And, you know, like uh, if he had, a, you know, got a nice little trip there and any one of those heats, I'm sure he could have figured in the finish. So what do you aim at now with Mac Da Vinci? Um, nothing sort of, you know, really. Um, we got these couple of, um, I think it's like the other Lord Mayors or Christmas Cups or something coming up in the next few weeks. He'll just go on them, uh, have a slight little freshen up and then, you know, just start sort of next year's season off. Um, you know, like uh, long term there'll be the Inter Dominion and you know, it all depends. If he's going okay, whether he ducks back and has a look at the Miracle Mile, but um, we just sort of play it, play it as it comes. Okay, so there's no temptation about giving him a shot at the Hunter Cup early next year, but the Miracle Mile's sort of in 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 mention, so it's in play. Yeah, that's right. Now, you know, we um, yeah, it's like we'll give him a little freshen up after these next two starts and just start his campaign again and let him sort of tell us on how he's going and how he's formed, whether whether we go back to Sydney and whether we um, yeah, take that path or if we just stay up here and, and just wait for our carnival to start up here. Okay. Did you think there were any chance of running down Northview Hustler there on Saturday night? Um, not not really. Early on the run, I sort of, with the, the sectionals, um, Northview Hustler was able to get. I thought, you know, it'd be sort of mission impossible, really, but... Um, when he, he did move up so easy down the back and we got a little little breather on um, Breno's back there for a little bit. Um, you know, once I popped out again, I, I just thought, uh, you know, if we could just sort of keep with him, you know, maybe the last 100 we might be a bit stronger. Um, he sort of got that real good will to win and that, and that's how it turned out. Okay. Well, that's Mac Da Vinci. Let's focus on today. Race one, number one for you today. Should be right. Am, am I crazy thinking he's some sort of hope here from the inside gate today? Yeah, I think he is, Chris. He, um, he's really had no luck. Uh, he's had terrible draws in, in all of his starts. And, uh, you know, he, he was educating well and, and he trialled quite well um, when he qualified. And he just hasn't really had anything go his way in, in his race starts. But... Um, Today from Barrier One, you know he's gonna um, he's got a good little bit of gate speed, so he's uh, he's gonna get his chance anyway. He was okay last week chasing home Bold Medley Jew John. Yeah, I was happy with his run. Like he, he copped a little check at about the six six hundred six fifty. Um, he had to swing wide, and then at the four hundred, he he just got a little bit rough. Just probably got the speed wobbles up, so. He, um, he did that and he still made ground down the straight. So, no, I was quite happy with him. So, he'll, uh, he'll definitely be happier from the better draw. Okay. Race two today, Jack a watch. He's won two of his last four, including his win last week. Can he go back-to-back today? Um, look, if he gets all the luck and, 
everything go his way like he did in his last two wins, he can. But um, when they're full fields and you're off 50 metres, it's always difficult. So, um, you know, like we'll be relying on luck and that. But, uh, look, he's, he's a consistent horse. And if he gets the luck, he'll be thereabouts. He's one of those horses that's improved as far as his uh, gate speed is concerned, getting away from the tape. So is that the biggest issue, just the, the traffic that's in front of you? That's it. He, um, yeah, like he, he just sort of, when he first come over, you know, you couldn't push him much early. You had to let him just sort of get into his rhythm. And with time, he's slowly getting better with that. But, um, you know, if you've got something off the front that can step and run, well, you've only got to be, be off half a second. And, you know, giving him 50 metres, it turns out to be more like 60 and 70. So it's uh, a lot comes down to how quick he sort of gets away. Okay. Race three, number one, Al Artie Ash. Uh, she's down on form, but she lands the ace draw today. So she, can she make use of that good draw? Um, well, we're sort of hoping so. But, um, yeah, like her, her form has been very, you know, probably a little worse than I was uh, expecting from I thought after a break she'd come back. But, um, you know, she's been drawing bad, but um, she's got the draw today, so... We'll, um, yeah, see how we go. Is she starting to wear a little thin with you as far as patience is concerned? <laughs> well, yes, numerically, it definitely is running thin, that's for sure. <laughs> OK, race four, you've got a, a pickup drive here for uh, Chrissy Monty. It's super easy. Uh, you've driven this guy previously, so uh, fresh up, new stable. Uh, any sort of chance here? Yeah, no, not too... Um, yeah, not sure how to... What's the expectation from him? Um, he's been one of those horses. He sort of probably promised to go a little bit further than what he has, but um, uh, Donny had done a good job with him and had him from a lot, for a long time. So change of scenery and that might, um, you know, spark him up and, you know, he might go a bit better today. All right. Race five, one of your own here, Mossdale Mac. He's still yet to win since coming over from New Zealand. So... Is he just starting to test the patience or can you make excuses for his runs? No, look, I've been sort of quite happy with him. I probably, you know, threw him in the deep end, putting him in the uh, the heat final series there first up, which he, I thought he went very well, you know, he didn't disgrace himself. And then the only time from being disappointed was when he'd done a bit of work and, and sat past. But um, I put that down to sort of trainer error um, more than horse error. So... He was good last week, so, you know, he's definitely no star, but um, he's sort of, he's an honest horse, and I'm sure when he gets everything go his way, he'll bob up. This race looks like it's going to generate a little bit of pressure, so that's a good thing for you. Yeah, that's right. He, um, you know, I'm sort of still learning about him and that, and he's probably just uh, not showing the speed that he did show in New Zealand, so, you know, we're still sort of... Uh, working around with his um, training resume and just sort of trying to get him where he's happy. So, um, you know, it's, uh, if they go hard early, it's definitely going to help him. All right. You've got two runners in race six. They're both drawn out. Glen Eagle, Warriors six, go lightly seven. This is the best race of the day. This is a good field. Yeah, it is a good field. And, you know, I would have been happy drawn one or two again this week with them. But uh, from six and seven, uh, I think we're in a bit of trouble. Okay. Race seven, you've picked up the drive on Melton Kalara for John McMullen. When was the last time you'd done the John McMullen colours? 
Um, you're a stats man. You should be able to answer that one for me. <laughs> I don't think it's all that long ago, to be honest. No, I think actually I got a winner for him um, there at Redcliffe one, but you know, a few mm. months back, so not that long yeah. ago. Right uh, race eight, Stoker race for your dad. You're on the outside of the second row, but this probably looks a little easier for him. Yeah, he um, he's probably he's been a bit disappointing too. Uh, I was real disappointed in his run last start. He um, uh, the start before he was unlucky and went over the line Bolton, and then last week he he got every hope and and didn't really finish it off. So um, you know he he's a horse I think that's got a bit more ability than he's shown, but um. You know, I think in saying that, he, he is quite a big horse. So when the penny does drop, I think, you know, he will get through his grades. You've really got to time your run to perfection with him, don't you? Yeah, that's right. He, um, you know, he he sort of, if he hits the front too far out, he stargazes. But then, you know, sometimes he, he doesn't move as quick and you sort of, you, you don't get pull out early enough on him. So... He, um, yeah, he's a bit of a tough horse like that to drive. But like I said, once once he sort of switches on, I think he'll be right. Your best chance today? Um, probably no real standouts or anything. But um, you know, hopefully uh, there's plenty of speed on early and Mossdale Max can get home over the top of them. Okay, to bring up his first local victory. Who's the horse to beat in the pacing into the Minion Series after night one? Um. I'd have to say probably expensive ego. Um, I think, you know, he's probably um, one of the few horses that can uh, make their own luck in the race and that. So I'd probably have to say him. And, you know, as last year, he just sort of got better and better as the, the series went on. So, you know, he can stand up for the, the three runs and then the backup. So I'd imagine he'd be the one to beat. All right, we'll take the tip there with Ego tonight going around in that uh, first heat. Really appreciate the time. We'll see you at trackside. No worries. Thanks, Rick. There's Shane Graham joining us. So uh, he's got some good chances today. He's got a busy day coming up, but uh, hopefully there's some winners to be found there. He's nominated Mossdale Mac as his best hope. Steve, we've got those uh, heats tonight. We start with race five from Shepparton and just looking at those tab markets. Uh, you mentioned this uh, market earlier. I cast no shadow, $3 favourite. Just over expensive ego. He's three thirty. They've both been fairly steady. And Mac Dan, uh, who probably had his chance there mm. on Saturday night, he's three thirty as well. So they're the big three. Away from that, we're looking at the Black Prince, who actually performed well. And there's been some specking for him. Uh, he got fourteen dollars, or that's what price they went up. He's now nine fifty. So he probably needs a a little bit of luck from the draw. Act now's been easy. He was a first night heat winner, thirteen dollars. Uh, and Zeus Bromack, who went around as the favourite on Saturday night, he's at $34 there. He, he probably had his chance as well, but uh, that's a big price there for Zeus Bromack. So I cast no shadow. We know he can go hard. He, he went sub-50 here at Albion Park in a trial uh, earlier this year. So from barrier one over that sprint trip, he probably looks the horse to beat. But uh, there's plenty that want to give um, expensive, uh, expensive ego a really good push. So that's going to be an interesting heat, that first heat tonight. Yeah, I was like you. I think he Mac Dan the other night. He was $1.40 when he found the top. I thought, well, it's going to take a good one to get over him. But he was just, uh, he was sound, solid, wasn't he? But Yeah, uh, just but he should third. have won. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah he should have won. Act mm. now, too good, expensive ego running in second. So that, that's the first heat tonight. The second heat is race six, Steve. And just looking at the market movers here, beyond delight, 
He was an eye-catcher on Saturday night. He really attacked the line. He's $2, so he's a clear favourite here. Spirit of St. Louis, two ninety. He's got a front-row draw. He had the second-row draw there on Saturday night. He was sound without being sensational, but he gets his opportunity to gain some maximum points here. So they're really dominating the market. Next best, we're looking at uh, Erratic Prince, $6. He's been a little easy. And Triple Eight comes up with a good draw. He's at $10. A little bit of specking for the pole market there. Better be the bomb, $19 after $26 was bet. So beyond the light, this combination, Emma Stewart, Mark Pitt, well fancied here coming up with Barrier 4. We saw him during the Brisbane Carnival earlier this year. It'll be interesting to see if he can take this heat, but if he's ever going to take it, he, he mm. gets his opportunity here tonight. I think that was his last win, wasn't it, in Brisbane? Yeah, I think it was, mm. yeah. 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 So. I just wondered, Chris, just with some of these horses, do you think maybe they go a bit soft on them? Not, not you know, obviously they've got it's a long series. They've got to travel and everything. I'm saying, obviously, you know, they'd probably try and leave a bit in the tin, wouldn't they, coming out of the weekend? Oh, for sure, mm. for sure. The, the only thing is, you, you've got to be careful, though, because they don't draw up the heats until the heats are finished on the night. So these fields weren't drawn up until after the first round of action was completed there on Saturday night. So it, it's a real juggling act, because if you come up with a bad draw in the next round of heats, you can sort of cost yourself. So it's a real juggling mm. act for uh, trainers and drivers to make sure that, you know, they're, they're giving their horse every chance. But obviously mindful that they're leaving something in the tank for the big final if they get that far. Chris, I just want to mention this tab promotion tonight. It runs right through the Inner Dominion series as well. Now, it's on the first four races tonight. So the first four, tab fixed. If your horse runs second or third, um, of course, up to $50 back in bonus bets as well. So that's uh, right yeah. through the Inner Dominion series. So races one to four tonight, that, uh, that bonus bet promotion. Fixed yeah. odds only, Race. of course. Yeah, race seven tonight. This is a good betting move here, Steve. Bundora, number one, went up at $10. He's now six. Better Eclipse, he's been easy as a result. $2 out from $1.70. He was a first-night heat winner. And Honolulu Bay, also a first-night heat winner. Two fifteen. dollars uh, opened two eighty. dollars got into two fifteen. got a short as two ten. He's back at two fifteen. And away from that, we're going out to a much longer odds. So this is a really good move here for the pole marker, Bundora, Amanda Turnbull, as the drive. So that's going to be a very interesting race tactics early. Who leads, who ends up in the trail, maybe someone ends up three fence there. Just with these square gators tonight, there's a couple of real short ones, including the horse we just heard introing today, Bolt for Brilliance. But let's just believe, Chris, it's a dollar eighteen and Majestuoso is four eighty in the first heat of the Trotters tonight, race eight. Yeah, just believes the horse to beat, Steve. Uh, he's been awesome since joining the Lara J Farm operation. Jess Tubbs, Greg Sugars. He just seems to go from strength to strength. He was able to get the job done there on Saturday night. And because of that nice draw, he's going to have the clear advantage over Majestuoso. So, so no shot that he comes up really short. Of course, Queen Alita here, uh, not as short, but it's uh, just a model of consistency. It's a 155 from the inside. Mafasa Metro at $3. And of course, that uh, heat of Brittany, she was able to drive Majestic Harry into third. It's 101 tonight, but that race all changed at the start, didn't it, there on Saturday night? Yeah, it certainly did. And the start's going to be crucial here, Steve, because Queen Alita is not known for her gate speed. Not, I know Dan Malecki is a little bit concerned about uh, barrier one for her. So I, I wouldn't be diving in at the 155 uh, just yet. You'd want to see how a few races are playing out. She's clearly the horse to beat. She's the best trotter in this field, no question. 
But barrier one could make it interesting. There's a few there that can get off the arm, including Majestic Harry. He showed a really good speed to get into a good spot there on Saturday night. He was given every chance. It was a lovely drive. So do they chance their arm again and, and rush the arm? Queen Elite favourite, deservedly so. But just be a little concerned with that uh, gate speed from Barrier 1. And Bolt for Brilliance, once he found the top after a couple of hundred the other night, it was all over, wasn't he? He's a dollar eighteen tonight. Yeah, he's a star. There's no doubt about it. He's the best trotter in this series, uh, one out. Uh, he had that setback. He was forced to miss the Dominion during Cup Week in New Zealand. Tony Hurley he has nursed him back to, uh, to full fitness, and he delivered on Saturday night. You wouldn't expect there's going to be a lot more improvement still to come with Bolt for Brilliance. Uh, it's not going to be easy tonight, but he's he's the horse to beat. Uh, he's the horse to beat for the trotting series overall for mine. All right, so what's the highlight for you personally tonight? Is it one of the square gators, Chris, or what are the paces? No, it, it's the paces. I think the square gators are starting to, you know, sort themselves out pretty quickly here. But as far as the paces, no one put their hand up and said, I'm the horse to beat on Saturday night, in my opinion. I think tonight, this is going to be a movement day as far as the golfing term is concerned. So someone's got to put their hand up and, and say, I am the horse to beat tonight for this series going forward. All so, right, so we get... I'm looking forward to seeing all of these three heats. Okay, so we go to another provincial track Saturday before the final at Melton this following Saturday? Yeah, we've got Geelong on Saturday night. We're over the longer journey on Saturday night, and that, uh, that goes uh, dovetails into the final over the staying trip as well. So Saturday night, Geelong. Those fields will come out probably uh, late tonight or early tomorrow morning. And one of your favourites, Sunday Sun, suffered a bit of a setback, Chris, in New Zealand. Yeah, disappointing. Uh, they were getting set to take him down to uh, the deep south, down in the Cargill way. They've got a big day coming up. So, yeah, disappointing news, but hopefully he won't be off the scene for too long. And just speaking about New Zealand, Steve, this weekend, New Zealand derby takes place. They've got a big meeting coming up on, I think it's Sunday, and uh, we saw Republican Party and Akuta take it right to the line there on uh, last Friday night. It was only a nose margin Republican Party over Akuta. Akuta had to park out. I think this derby is going to be absolutely fascinating this weekend. Who comes out on top? And then hopefully we'll get to see these two stars on Aussie soil next year, whether it's the Chariots or here in uh, Brisbane for the Rising Sun. Hopefully it's both, but uh, this is going to be a great race. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Steve.